Love Talk Radio. Nobody gives him any credit at all. And did I not tell y'all he was edgy? 
Did I not tell y'all from week one, I see, I told y'all before any of this stuff came out, I said, yo, Dak looked different this year. He looked a little edgy. That's not the same. I told y'all now. Now everybody see it now. It's obvious now. I told y'all from the get-go. I saw a little, I saw it around the edges. It just wasn't the same. You ever make a pancake and you make that pancake and around the edges, it get a little crispy? That's that, that's that Prescott. So we're going to talk about that. And what we really got to dive into a little bit here today as well, um, what I consider to be the game of the of the year coming up. And, yes, my team is involved, but if you are a football fan and you love this game, I don't give a damn who you root for, you're not excited to see this game, then you need to just quit because this will probably be, I mean, Hard to say if it's going to be the most watched game of the year because Taylor Swift done came in and fucked everything up. <laughs> she done came in and screwed everything up. What's bigger than the, the Dallas Cowboys and the $9 billion value of the Dallas Cowboys, the number one franchise in the world, the number one drawing sports team in the world? What's bigger than that? Taylor Swift is bigger than that. We might touch on that a little bit. I don't know how deep we want to get into that. We might touch on that. But anyway, as you guys know, I don't do this alone. Now, K-Star is traveling, so K-Star will not be joining us tonight. At least he told us early. At least he told us over the weekend. You know, I didn't get a, I didn't get a call at 8.30. Hey, guys, I ain't going to make it. I didn't get a call at 5 of 9. Hey, guys, I ain't going to make it. You know, at least he told us Sunday. He's going to be traveling, and he wasn't going to make it tonight. So, K-Star, wherever you, wherever you are, hope you're traveling safe. But I'm about to get in that ass tonight because I saw your power rankings. I don't know what you're drinking, but I'm about to get in that ass tonight. But anyway, but what we who we do have is the doctor is in the house, Dr. Train, and my brother from the same mother, JB, is in the house. Gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice. Oh, yes. Welcome to week four. Man, did you just call Dak a Christmas pancake? I did.
to the ingredients of Dove. So I look at it, I'm reading it, and I'm like, hmm, okay, you know, let me give this a try. So I bought it, went home, you know, next night or the next morning, whenever I showered. I don't know when I showered. Could have been the next month for all I know. Shoot, I don't remember when I showered. But whenever I went and showered, I used this X-brand Dove knockoff body wash. And it was good. Smelled like Dove. It was very good. I was like, wow. And it was like half the price of Dove. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm on to something here. So when I ran out and I went back to the store, they had Dove body wash. They had Brand X body wash. What do you guys think I bought? Dove. Dove. Damn right. Damn right. I went right back and got Dove. You know? And that was reactive. I was like, wow, you know, and the moral of the story was branding matters, right? Branding actually matters. And when you get a brand that you're comfortable with, it's hard to pull you away from that brand. It's hard. Now, why did I tell that story? I don't know, probably because I can't. But the Cowboys is a huge brand. It's been the largest brand in sports for a long time, most valuable, most popular, most hated. Taylor Swift comes in two weeks. You don't even know who Dallas is anymore because she worldwide, the Swifties and and all of that. And now the joke is, hey, uh, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. That's That's the running joke now. Nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was until he started dating Taylor Swift. And, of course, all the men get mad when they hear that. She's the only thing that could be bigger than the Dallas Cowboys. Taylor Swift. Good for her. Good for her. All right. Um, now that I told my little story, let's go to power rankings because I, I really I really got a problem here. So I want, I want to start with power rankings. Jumping right into it. I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping right into yep. it. I, I got a problem here. And it's the first time we're doing power rankings, so I got a problem here. I have a problem here. Now, the one thing that seems to be the general consensus, and when I looked around at all the, a lot of different power rankings, it seems, and I'm, you know, there's no suspense. Some weeks I like to start at five and go to one, but there's no suspense. If you watch football, if you know anything about football, if you don't have the Niners as the best team in football, you're an idiot. Okay? They're the best team in football, period, end of the conversation. Okay, so we hey, all I was the almost Niners, an idiot. Four, then. What's that? <laughs> I came close to Where being an idiot then. Who? I said I came real close to being an idiot. <laughs> okay, wow. Who'd you, who'd you almost have? I, I, I honestly almost put the Eagles at one. And and the, 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 the reason what 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 swayed what tempted me to put the Eagles at one was the strength of schedule up to this point between the two. What swayed me back to make sure to keep the Niners at one was the point differential between between the two. So you're not an idiot because you went with the Niners. You know what I'm saying? So you're good. Now, now, now I had to put the Eagles. I wouldn't have said any of this. Anything I just said, I wouldn't have said because, you know, I wouldn't want to call you an idiot. So, So. So, so, we all got the, we all got the Niners number one. We all have the Eagles number two. Okay, there were a few rankings that did have the Bills number two, but the most of them have the Eagles number two. Okay, we're fine. We're good. Okay, um, number three, 
Many people have the bills. All of you guys have the bills. Your omniscient one had the cowboy. Damn right. And I sticking through that. Okay? Cowboys. Um and and honestly, even if I wasn't a Cowboys fan, I would still have the Cowboys number three. Cowboys have three blowouts. The Jets. <laughs> the Jets. Sorry. I can't put them ahead of I can't put the Bills um ahead of the Cowboys. I just I can't. I can't do it. Cowboys did lose to Arizona. But the Bills lost to the damn Jets. Okay. Um, so for me, Cowboys are three. But a lot of people have the Bills three. Not a big not a big deal. It's not argue. It's not let's go out and fight. It's not all right, somebody about to get their ass beat. No. We're good. Okay. And 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 our collective par rankings, because three of us had the Bills, we're at Niners, Eagles, Bills. And then we've got J B has the Cowboys at four. Frame has the Cowboys at four. I have the Bills at four. Okay. So we're good. So that puts the Cowboys at four on the Madden Voices par ranking. So to recap, Niners, Eagles, Bills, Cowboys, top four teams in the NFL. K-Star, as his fourth team, had the Chiefs. K-Star, um, no, nah, I can't say that. That's not true. Let me, let, me, let me delete what I was about to say. So K-Star has the Chiefs at number four. <laughs> okay. We go to number five. JB has the Dolphins. K-Star has the Dolphins. T has the Dolphins. Train has the Chiefs. Train does not have the Dolphins. Okay? So, technically, it's a tie between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, but because the Chiefs had one vote higher in fourth place and the Dolphins only had fifth place votes, the Chiefs would then technically be our fifth place par ranking team. Niners, Eagles, Bills, Cowboys, Chiefs. I myself would not put the Chiefs there, but that's okay. It's not outrageous. Um, But my problem with the par rankings is that K-Star does not have the Cowboys on his list at all. At all. The Chiefs. He's got the Dolphins. Do I see the Dolphins after the first three uh, big wins, and then, you know, they kind of got wiped on the fourth win. Do I see the Dolphins? Possibly. The Chiefs ahead of the Cowboys? The Chiefs? Now, when you say it in a vacuum and you don't know what's going on this season, most people, you know, if you went away to Mars, September 1st and just got back, you would think the Chiefs have, have a better team. They're the Super Bowl champions. They got Pat Mahomes. They got Travis Kelsey. So you would say, yeah, of course the Chiefs are ahead of the Cowboys. But when you look at the fact that they lost to Detroit, we almost lost to the Jets this weekend. They did win, but they that went down to the end of the game. And they only won 23-20. to 20. And sure, he could have scored a touchdown, but then gave the Jets back the ball. Clearly, they didn't want to do that. So he slid and the game was over. So they won 23-20. I failed to understand, and I wish he was here, because I, I don't get at all how you put the Chiefs ahead of the Cowboys. 
Do y'all, either one of y'all, understand that logic? Well, I hear you banging about the Chiefs ahead of the Cowboys, but he also used the Dolphins ahead of the Cowboys, which became a hit yeah. factor for me looking at his record. Uh, Chiefs respectfully did lose to a now 3-1 and one Detroit. Yes, they had some other close games, but their one loss is to a team that is actually 3-1. and one. Um, But the Dolphins, I mean, out of, out of all of us on the show last week, we were like, we were like, yeah, they're, you know, we've seen legit, legit. And our, our omniscient one, as I, I like to say every once in a while, <laughs> you said, I'll wait and see. So we wait, and we saw, and I was like, nah, Dolphins are not ready to take that division. They're not ready for prime time. I, 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 there's no way I could put them ahead of a team that I know for sure, at least defensively, are, are, are a powerhouse. All, Dolphins was supposed to be a powerhouse offense. What the fuck was it? Where was well, it let, me, let, me, let me just say this though: the Dolphins also lost to a team that is now three and one. So you say that about the Chiefs, you can also say that about the Dolphins. But I'm 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 coming at your statement for the for the thing that you said that you're saying he put the Chiefs above the Cowboys. I'm questioning why you would put the Dolphins, even the Dolphins above. I question why I put either one of them ahead of the Cowboys. <laughs> I question either one. You know, well, I told y'all I thought about the Dolphins last week. I told y'all I I said gotta gotta wait and see, and I waited and I saw. Okay, so that question exactly. is answered. They got Mac. Okay. Um, Chief, I'm sorry. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think I think he's the best quarterback in the league. He didn't play like that Sunday night. I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought they switched uniforms for a while there. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just, just not sure I understand. Because my team, uh, he had an, un, yeah, he had an uncharacteristic game, and I understand if we're we're at week four, and you got, you got, you know, you got that bunch of three and you got that little bunch of three and one teams, and it's always a challenge to pick who above who above who. Uh, but when you start looking at the details, uh, looking at the details of when, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the Dolphins. I, I don't like, I, you know, I, I don't like the Dolphins ahead of the of the five that I put, or just ahead of the three and ones that I put in. Well, and 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 if we look at week four, the Dolphins got smacked, smacked. The Chiefs barely won. The Cowboys gave the greatest coach of all time his worst loss in his 30-year coaching history. I mean, annihilated them. It could have been worse. Should have been worse, yeah. to be totally honest. Should have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Should have been. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, on, on any reasonable measuring stick, to leave Dallas out of the top five to me is haterade at the highest level. Haterade. That's all it is. That's all it is. And guess and speaking of hitterate, guess who else left him off his uh his list? 
Was it Stephen A? Of course, Stephen A. Of course. Y'all ready for this? His one? list was dumb. He put the fucking ratings in the top. Really? His, there you go. <laughs> yep. So Stephen A's list. Uh, integrity Number out the one, window. Number No problem. Number two, the Bills. Arguable, but not a big deal. Number three, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Again, arguable, but not a big deal. Number four, the Ravens. What? Uh, they play DTR. Number five, <laughs> number five the Chiefs. Now, last they week, play. he had the Dolphins number one. At How one. How did they go from number At one, one. To totally off your list? <laughs> a, a road loss against the good Bills that's starting to come into their own. You can't drop them that far out. That doesn't make any sense, and that goes back to integrity or lack thereof. I don't, I don't give a shit how fluid your list is. Water, the water don't flow that hard. <laughs> it don't, it don't hey. flow that hard. Apparently, Shannon does. Shannon said it perfectly today. He said, "Your list isn't fluid. Your list has the flu." <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I'll tell y'all. You ever, you ever just want to start laughing? Go on YouTube and just search Shannon Sharp Undisputed, and there's a bunch of eight, ten, twelve minute runs of Shannon Sharp being funny on Undisputed, and I've seen most of the shows. I don't know that I've seen every show he did with Skip. But I've seen most of them, so a lot of it I've already seen. But man, I was I was dying, I was dying. He's so fun. He's he's hilarious. Um, but anywho, yeah, I don't I don't get K-Star. I mean, he lucky. Maybe that's maybe maybe he really ain't traveling. Maybe he realized he was gonna get crushed, and he was just like, yeah, I can't go on the show tonight. I'm bad bad enough. My feelers are back to um, being terrible again. Now now I now I gotta go and and deal with uh, uh, JB and, and, and the omniscient one. Heck, even Train, because even though Train ain't a Cowboys fan, Train's got football integrity. You know what I mean? Train would have taken the test be like, hey, so what is wrong with you, bro? So, but. I, I mean, honestly, when you look at it, and this is break down, this is just to break down the dog. When you look at the games that they won, right, the Chargers gave their game away. The Chargers were kicking their ass week one. Yep. They literally let that Miami walk back into that game and take it from them. And it's like, yep. what are you doing? You look mm-hmm. at the you look at the uh the the second game. The second the, the second game, uh Miami, you know, played pretty solid. I mean they got they got ahead and they and they, and they just stayed ahead. Didn't dominate the team. You look at the third game, the Denver is downright awful. Okay? Terrible. Period. They're downright awful. All right, sure. so you put up 70. But then the minute they play a team that's about something, and mind you, uh, uh, Josh Allen had another, had an out-of-body experience first week, <laughs> sort of like Patrick Mahomes this past Sunday, out-of-body out of experience at quarterback, and they laid a smack on you, and this is the vision game. That's why the measurement yep. stick was so, matters so much because this is the vision game. You can't right. lose that way in a division game and, and be considered in anybody's top five. And, 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 and oh. Trey, you hit it right. That's a measuring stick game. It's a division game. The Dolphins could have lost and still stayed in the top five or still been 
relevant, top three even, if it was 48-45 or, or something. If it was like the Colorado-USC game we just saw, what a game that was, by the way. Um, if it was something like that, then you'd say, wow, you know, these guys are going to be battling for the division title all year. Um, wow, this is great. Um, but that wasn't the case. <laughs> As The Rock said, <laughs> they lay us the smack it down, and they weren't playing. You know, they weren't playing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I do think that we are beginning to see some things. I think over the next four weeks, I think it's really going to crystallize as who is the juggernaut in the NFL or, or juggernauts. I think it's really going to crystallize. Um, and you know what gets me, guys, is the number of people that picked the Patriots to beat the Cowboys, and I couldn't find those people yesterday. I'm looking around for all of them. I'm hunting. I'm look. I, you know, I got my car. You know what I mean? I'm driving around. I'm look. I got my flashlight out. I'm scoping. I'm looking behind garbage cans, and you know what I mean. I'm looking. I, I got on my phone. I start calling people. I'm texting people. I go on social. I couldn't find all these people on Sunday. On Saturday, all during the week, all these analysts on TV, you know. And let me tell you, let me just say this, then I'm going to shut up let y'all say something because I've been doing a lot of talking. But um, uh, speak for itself. I, I talk a lot about first take and undisputed. Um, I should talk more about Get Up because I actually like Get Up. I think Get Up is a very well-done show. I, I very rarely get blasphemy on Mike Greenberg's Get Up. So I highly recommend y'all want to watch some good football talk. I don't know if you guys watch Get Up or not. It comes on at 8 in the morning. Um, I, don't, you know, I, I don't know how they do TV out in the West Coast. If it's the 8 o'clock show, you got to get up at 5. Too damn early, bro. Too damn early. I ain't getting up. I'm good. I'm getting down. <laughs> nope. Well, hey, hey, this is called a DVR, right, bro? I'm, I, that's all I'm saying. I mean, this is 2023 up in this piece. You can record shit. Yeah, I barely watch recorded shit. No, I'm good. I'll catch right. clips on but, it, it, but, but if you ever get the urge, I'm just letting you know it's worth it. If you don't, well, that's on you, but it's worth it. But a show to ignore is speak. It used to be called Speak for, speak for Yourself. Then they just changed it to Speak. Joy Taylor, who used to be the undisputed host um, when Skip first got the show, it was Joy Taylor when he first did the show. And um, then she left undisputed and went to work Colin McEnroe on, um, on his show. Colin, not McEnroe, Colin Coward, sorry, um, to do his show. And then now she's on this show with uh, uh, James Jones, who I believe was a running back for Green Bay, if I remember correctly. Uh, Shady McCoy. What's that? You're the receiver. Receiver, thank you. Um, Yep. Shady McCoy and um, um, Sam Acho. Um, Or is it Emmanuel Acho? One of the Acho brothers. Um, Joy... Uh, attractive woman. She's she was good as a host, but her football takes are terrible. But her brother is Jason Taylor, who used to play for Miami. So 
I think that's why she gets these opportunities. Okay, fine, whatever, right? Not a big deal. I could, I could, because she never played football. Because she's not, you know, I can kind of, I can listen to her and ignore her. You know, Katie McCoy, moron, absolute moron. He picked the worst. Uh, the worst. Oh, worse than the worst. And so, like I said, good for all these people that picked the Patriots to beat the Cowboys. The Patriots going to do what Arizona did. The blueprint's been laid out. This is what I heard. The blueprint's been laid out. Bill Belichick, you know, smart defensive mind. Um, you know, they're going to pound the ball. Zeke's going to get 100 yards. He's coming home. It's a revenge game. This is what I heard. It's a revenge game for Zeke. Like, Dallas let go of Zeke at his prime. Like, like the Cowboys were dumb enough to pay the guy whatever he made, $200 million over seven years, and then he, he was in his prime, and they let him go, and he's going to come back and run all over Dallas. And, you know, oh, my God, and the, the Cowboys, there we go again. They're a fake. Cowboys did what they did. I ain't heard from none of them people that talked all last night. And then the ones that did own up to it, they're like, yeah, okay, I was wrong, so what? Wait a minute. What do you mean, hold on? Hold on. What do you mean, I'm just wrong, so what? You had all that conviction last week. Where's that energy now? You don't, no, you don't get to come on and just say I was wrong and that's it. Oh, no, I want blood. <laughs> I'm about, ooh, no. Okay, I'm going to stop because I'm getting, I'm getting fired up on this. I'm getting fired up on this. Um, let me change the subject. We get back to the Cowboys. I want some of them 49ers. Train, I'm curious. We saw, for instance, Zach Wilson play a decent game. We saw Justin Fields play a better game. Still lost, but played a much better game. Does this game change your feelings about Justin Fields, or is this just, no, he had, he had one good game, but I'm still done. Um, short answer would be yes, but it's just not as simple as saying yes. It it makes me halt for a second, uh, but at the same time, I can't get it out of my head that Denver's really trash. <laughs> they, they really are bad football team. And on top of the fact that you didn't close out the game, on top of the fact that you made that the time you decided to have a turnover in the game uh, pretty much uh, tied it up and, you know, really put them back in, you, you got you still got to finish. Just playing a good game isn't enough. That's not what we're – it's not what we're looking for at quarterback. I'm just looking for somebody to play a good game. So, but he was hot guard. Yeah, hold on. He was he was he was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't give him no love. Or... It holds it holds me at bay. But I've watched enough of Justin Fields' games to know that even that wasn't his best game that he ever played. Statistically, it was. But as far as Moxie quarterback, someone that go out and put a dagger in somebody, that wasn't his best game. I want to watch as a fan. The commanders. So we got the commanders. So, 
are you so you're not done with him? He got a reprieve, but you're not you're he got a reprieve, so you're not quite done with him yet. Correct. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Because this is the more important question. What's going on with Chase Claypool, bro? Shit, Antonio Brown Jr. So he's done, <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. So, y'all, like done, y'all gonna, y'all, you, think, you think you guys are going to release hey. him? Or? No, they're not going to release him. Shit, they gave up a second-round draft pick for him, so they want something back for sure. Talented dude, uh, but, you know, everyone banging on his comments. Fuck his comments. Watch him play. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what to think. You if you talk about watching someone wasting their talent, that is the epitome of it. I, I was just like, wow, you you you're six four two I don't know twenty some, and and you play you you play like a five five old lady. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Get it? I don't. I don't care to have him. It's just, dude. That there is no effort from him on the field. None. Fuck his comments. The dude on the field is just not giving effort. It ain't even about his his talent. It's just no effort. So so got a got got yeah. a quote from Justin Fields. And um, this is on Chase Claypool. It says, he says, it sucks, but at the end of the day, you can't control it. You've got to go out there with the guys that we have and execute like we did this past Sunday. Wish nothing but the best for Chase. I think he knows that he kind of messed up by saying that. I I don't know what that Mm -hmm. is, but I'm asking that. But wish him nothing but the best. He's a talented player, and he's a great person, has a good heart, and works really hard. Definitely going to gonna be staying in touch with him regardless of what happens and wish him nothing but the best. So that 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 definitively sounds like he will never be on the field again. But what was the what was what did he say that got him messed up? They got somehow they end up saying something about the head coaches using him on the field and his statement was like, No, I don't think they're using me I don't believe they're using me, you know correctly or to my full potential something on the field. And he was a hell of a guy. He got in trouble for that. Yeah. He got in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah. He basically said the coaches aren't using me aren't using me on the field. Yep. How do you how do you feel about that yep. statement? Uh coming from a dude that didn't don't give effort? I'm just like what the fuck? Everybody wants to use Chicago coaches as scapegoats. They, they're not. They are not relieved of blame for 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 how the team is. But goddamn, man, y'all still got to go out and play. You still got to know how to. You still need to go out and know what route you're supposed to run, who you're supposed to block. Actually, put an effort to block them, and you say they're not using you correctly after the effort you've given the first three weeks. No, so you're saying that based on how he was playing, he shouldn't have said what he said. 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay. So I, see, yeah. I don't. I. I. Yeah. I I'm not. See, I. I don't. Personally, I. You know, players said I don't think the coaches are using me right. I don't. I don't know if that's a fireable offense, but if he hasn't been, if there's other, you know, like like Dion said about his player, the guy doesn't study, mm-hmm. he doesn't do this. Oh, like, hey, what, what, you know, what is he? Well, he needs to study. He needs to come to meetings on time. Okay, so we know with that player that Dion was talking about, there's a story there, okay? And that's why he's right. not getting right. playing time because I don't know, you know, like with, with Chase, it sounds like it's similar. I guess he's not giving the effort that the team wants, that yeah. the coaches want, that the fans want. So it's like, shut up. <laughs> you ain't got no grounds to complain because you're not doing your part. Is that is that is that fair? Well, and that's exactly what they what they hinged on. Like, and of course, we don't know. They don't put out everything unless you act, unless you pretty much ask them. But you know, they're saying they are saying, oh, well, their decision is not not. <laughs> they're saying their decision is not based on that. I was that I was just, I'm just looking like, well, your decision may not be solely based on that. Uh, but they're they're basically saying his effort just throughout the whole process. That's practice everything it's not there and then you put the quote out and it's like wait a minute you you're already not doing the things we we're we're asking you to do as far as gameplay and field and you can't even remember what you're supposed to do on every single play and now you're saying oh we're not putting you in the best position man just sit down and think about what you said Going yeah, it looked like it looked like you clean out your locker and think about what you said because you're gonna have another uniform soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, but but uh, Trang, yeah. let me ask you this question. Um, yeah, because to me it seems like this is the same type of uh, behavior that we heard of coming out of the, the Steelers camp, but then the Bears went ahead and tricked. I don't understand Ryan Poe's move from that one. It's, I'll put it. I'll, let me let me uh, let me say it the same way I said it when I was talking to my family. We talk every you know two three times a week. Man, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I understand what Poe's was trying to do in the current situation and trying to get Justin Fields to target. I don't blame him for trying to get Justin Fields. What I blame him for is that you're a scout, you and you spoke about being that like that being your strong suit. So finding anything and everything about a player matters on and off the field. And if Mike Tomlin, the one coach in the league that we know don't take no shit, set this dude to the side and didn't showcase him in his offense, you missed something. Somebody didn't do their damn job because he wasn't worth the draft capital. I don't even give a shit if we didn't even have the top. He wasn't worth any pick from us for you to go get him. So somebody didn't do their job. I understand what he was trying to do. I'll never fault a guy for trying to make the team better. But you got to do all your due diligence. And there's a reason why Pittsburgh had that man off, you know, not involved in the team. There's a reason why he wasn't, why the offense didn't sit around him. So selfish little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know what though? I, I don't, I don't think, 
it's fair to expect the Bears to make decisions based on what Mike Tom did or any other team. You know, the cultures are different. The relationships are different. Tom was not God. You know what I mean? He, he He's a very good coach, and we understand. But at the same time, Claypool, when when he's – I mean, that's, that's – I, I would – I mean, maybe not now. I don't know how I feel about him coming to Dallas now because now, now you're starting to create a reputation. But I would have had no problem if coming out of Pittsburgh, if Dallas had gotten Claypool. Heck, we talked about Antonio Brown before his third or fourth meltdown. I was like, bring him to Dallas. There's, there's, a, there's a talent. The higher the talent, the, the, the more you're willing to risk. So I, I don't blame the Bears for taking a chance, trying to give uh, your, your, your quarterback some weapons. And like, hey, let's give it a shot. Let's, you know, maybe, maybe there's more to this than we can see. Give him a fresh start. Put him with our young, talented quarterback. And let's see what we can do. Now, unfortunately, it's looking like it didn't work out. But I, I personally, I'm not a Bears fan, but – I'm just saying, if Dallas had made that same move and it didn't work out, I would have been like, okay, hey, we tried, you know. But, you know, now you're at so the you're point where. Me, so you're telling me if Dallas takes a second-round pick and puts it on Claypool and that don't work out, you're okay? Yeah, I would have been perfectly fine with it. We took a first-round pick on Roy Williams, came over from Detroit, traded him for a first-round pick. He 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 had no – uh, issues as far as attitude, work ethic, all that. He just didn't play well. He just was. He never became the Detroit Lions, Roy Williams, when he came to Dallas. And we traded a first round pick to get him to come over and play with T.O. I remember that trade. Never materialized. I trade. Yeah, never materialized. Was I mad about it? No. It was a risk. Hey, give it a try. You got. You know, it's football. Who knows what's gonna happen? And you know, so I would not. I would only because the upside. You got. You know, there's not. How look at look at wide receivers in the NFL. When you get when you get past say the top ten, right? When you get past you know the Miami. I mean, not, yeah, Miami's got a couple of good ones in Minnesota and also CD Lamb in there. And you know, when you get past the names, right? and you get to the second tier of wide receivers, man, that's tough. <laughs> it's tough to try to figure out who am I going to put on the other side? Who am I going to, you know what I mean? Who could possibly be yeah. and work into being a number one? Who do I have that I could bring in and maybe they could become a number one? Man, that's tough. So I, I personally, I commend your team for taking a shot. You know what I mean? I give y'all a lot of credit for going it. And I commend y'all for realizing it ain't going anywhere and being like, okay, we tried. This ain't going anywhere. We're going to shop them around. Let's see what we can get for them. Let's see if somebody else out there wants to take a chance. Maybe we can get a draft. I mean, the worst, and it's always said, the worst thing you can do after making a bad move is to to stick with your bad move. At least Claypool is not doing that. A lot of people want. I'm not quick. At least Pose is not doing that. A lot of people want Pose head for the pick. That's what I don't want. I'm not. I don't want Pose head for the pick. I don't want to be like, oh no, nah, I don't want him as a GM. No, I. For what he was trying to do, that's why I'm I'm with you on what he was trying to do. I know exactly what he was trying to do. And at the time, yeah. I can't walk back on on what I said. At the time, I I thought it was I thought it was really going to be good for Chicago. I was like, damn, I saw Chase Claypool's eight plays. 
character factor was missed. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you can't you can't fault Pose for trying to make the team better and no. it was a chance for this guy to go to go to the rival because the other team if if we if if it hadn't have been us it would have been Green Bay. That and and that's what he was looking right. at. If it hadn't have been us it would have been Green Bay he would right. went to. So okay. um I can at the end of the day we, I can I can let that go. Uh we ended yep. up we ended up with DJ Moore, we got more <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm good with that. All right, time, time to move on. Um, <laughs> uh, JB. Yes, sir. Uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Played a decent game. Played a decent game. We all roasted him last week. Played a decent game. Where are you at with him? You know, he almost took out Patrick Mahomes. I know it's a team game, but he played well enough where, I mean, I, I know what happened. You know, I know he fumbled and I get all that. But, I mean, they were in position to maybe get a win. I guess, you know, the juggernaut over there. Did, did, his, did this game change your mind or give you hope that he might turn into something? No, because like you said before about the Dolphins, uh, let's just wait and see. We waited and we saw. And it's the same thing with Zach Wilson. He played probably his best pro game ever, and and much credit, much props. He he played very well given the circumstance, especially being down 17 nothing. He didn't fold like a deck of cards like I thought he would. He actually played well. But, but number one, is one game. It is just one game. If you're really going to build your stock, you have to take this to the next level to show that this was not just a fluke or wasn't just an anomaly. You're actually building on something. We haven't seen him build on anything yet in his pro career. So let's let's pump the brakes on, on those that might think, oh, he's, he's on to slow it down. That's number one. Number two, if you watch the game, like I said, he did play well, but he still missed a ton of throws. He still missed a ton of reads that should have been either, luckily it wasn't picked off or it should have been a completion, and he just completely missed a ton of folks. So he's still not playing to the level that you would expect a number two overall pick to play at at this stage of his career. He's still behind. Let's see what he does for next week. Let's see what happens the week after because, like we talked about before, this is really your your basically your best shot as of right now with what you have. Everybody talks about Kirk Cousins going there. We already had that discussion last week. Everybody talked about bringing in another uh, veteran quarterback to compete. It's still based upon what Coach Sala has said. It's still Zach Wilson's job. So let's see what happens next week. But this one game can't wipe out all the other poor games that he's played so far. We'll have to see if he can build on this momentum or not. If he does, that's great. Then hopefully he'll continue and he'll be that number two pick and and have the success folks thought. But the jury is still out. And we've seen more poor play than we have seen – We've seen enough to start saying, "Yeah, he's 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 good now. He's fine. No, he's got he's got to do more building if he's going to convince me." Okay, train. Same question. Consistency, man. One game ain't enough, and at the end of the day, you still lost the damn game. <laughs> yeah. About, yeah. Listen, listen, man. Do you want a Kirk Cousins or do you want somebody that wins? <laughs> To take the team to this is about championship. Uh, hey, way yeah. to go, Zach. 
back. Maybe you got some confidence. Maybe there's some confidence there. Maybe he can build off of it. That's the only guy I can see, but you lost the game. It's a game that the team kept you in that was, that was actually winnable. But, but, so, but y'all, you say he lost the game like they, they that was that was a foregone conclusion that they were going to lose the game. It, 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 it you know you're going up against. No, I'm not saying it like it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to lose. I don't understand where you're getting that from. The Jets against the Chiefs. It was a, it, it, there was nobody that picked the Jets to beat the Chiefs. Nobody. Well, not one you, person. But just the. A pick is a pick. The game has to be played. I don't. I don't. I don't care about who, who picked them and who didn't pick them. The game well, still well, has to be played. You and asked, the Jets wait, wait. Had a hold on. Hold on. Slow, 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 slow down. Slow down. You asked me what I said. I'm telling you what I'm saying. What I'm saying. I'm not. I, I'm giving you my side of it. This was supposed to be a blowout. The general consensus, and that matters, Train. He went in Sunday night football, national TV, against the Super Bowl champs, playing like hot garbage, everybody calling for his head. Don't say that that doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. Taylor Swift up in the booth, all the focus on Kansas City and the best quarterback in the game, and you're on the other side. You're going to say that none of that matters? Of course it matters. Man, I don't give a shit and about Taylor Swift. I don't, I don't get any about any of that. The, the game still has to be played. People can make picks and uh, and predictions all day, but if you're but I'm, I'm looking at just purely the football game. So expectations I'm not sitting don't on the matter. Other side of that locker room expectations and don't saying, matter. Yeah, we we expect to lose. The Jets ain't coming out expecting to lose. They're expecting to win. They're coming out to train. play. You're saying ex- train train. You are one of the smartest people I know, and I'm not blowing. Yes, forward. I am. You won't sit you there can... and tell me expectations don't matter in sports. Whose expectations are you talking about? Anybody's the expectations. No, then, then no, there's don't because they don't coach the team. They're not in the locker room. They're not fucking going to practice. So no. My expectation doesn't so, matter. So Yours doesn't you're matter. Dave doesn't Hold matter. On. The so only expectation that matters is the Jets. You're gonna sit there. You're gonna sit there and tell me with a straight face that the way he played didn't surprise you. You expected him to go. That's out not and what play. I said. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying but is exact, he stepped his game up, and at saying, the end of the day, he still saying, didn't win. So it's not enough for me to anoint him to say. Yep, the Jets got their guy. That's I what I'm saying. I, I didn't. I didn't. Hear what I'm saying and respond to what I'm saying, not what you're hearing. You're saying expectations okay. don't matter. Yes, yes, he went out and played well. And I said, so you're telling me you expected that? You weren't surprised that he went out and played that well for three and a half quarters? Okay, so, so if you didn't expect that, I didn't expect that, the world didn't expect that, guess what? That matters because when you go out and play, those expectations matter. Don't sit there and try to say, oh, it doesn't care. We don't coach it. Okay. It matters. The, the reason why they don't matter, I am not, I am not, I am not training him. I am not on the staff. I am not even his teammate. 
That's why my expectations don't matter. It's Frank, about what, Frank, it's, what Frank, his team believes Frank, in. If you're a fan what, of that team and you lose faith in that team, if you're a fan of that team, I cannot believe I have to explain this to you. If you're a fan of that team you have to explain and you anything lose faith, to me. But you, clearly I do because you're sitting up and saying, oh, it doesn't matter. No, you it don't. You're matters. just spending the time for the consumer. He, he don't it agree on this. It absolutely matters. It <laughs> okay. absolutely matters. No, it hey, doesn't. If, it just doesn't. If, if, we, if we are following, why do you think the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the world? There's a reason for that. It's not by accident. There's a reason, because we are the ones who make them that. We, me, JB, even you, you watch their game. We make them that. We contribute to the economy that makes them that. We contribute to the economy that makes football the number one sport in this country. We do that. So what the fans think and do absolutely matters. And when you lose faith and you say, guess what? That guy is hot garbage. You know what? I don't even want to watch this game. I could care less about the damn Jets until they do something about that quarterback. What happens? You turn the TV off. You change the channel. What happens? Ratings go down. What happens? Merchandise sales go down. What happens? Empty seats in the stands. Oh, train. It absolutely matters. See, everything you said, and I know you know you said nothing about the players. I, I, you said nothing about the players on the field. Everything you said is off the field. Everything you said matter. that matters is off, is off, is off, is off the field. And the only thing that matters is how those players play when they get on the field, not how we feel about them when they get on the field. How they play. Say, <laughs> say, I cannot. I honestly, as I sit here, all the interviews that you've watched, where the players have argued with the media, said, "Get it." Kevin Durant had a burner account to deal with the haters. Fans out there that were haters, he set up a burner account to deal with them. You're going to tell me that doesn't matter? He had a burner account set up to respond to all the hate going on out there. It absolutely matters. And all I'm trying to say is there were no reasonable expectations that this guy was going to go out and play that well. And I'm sorry, I don't believe his team even thought that. Yeah, they're going to say the right thing. Publicly, absolutely. But come on now. Do you really think that that team, in their heart, they're going to go and play hard? They're going to all say the right thing. But come on, you played sports. I played sports. You don't know when you're outmatched. And then you go in, and in first quarter, it's 17 nothing. We know. They knew. Everybody knew. Now, you get a little momentum. Things start to change. You start to believe, hey, hold on, maybe this might happen. It's just like a fight. You go in there and there's a boxing fight, and one guy is dominating the other guy, and then the other guy catches him, and he staggers him, and he starts to believe. Same thing happened when they got that safety, and they started to believe. But up until that point, that game was, was destined to be a blowout, and nobody was going to be surprised. Nobody's going to say, oh, my God, I can't believe the Jets got blown out. Because that's what we all thought was going to happen. Point in making the, the main reason I'm saying this, and I am not saying that what the people do on the field doesn't matter. I'm just saying that this guy went in with all the pressure of the world on his shoulders. All of it. Listening 
to the media because they do listen, listening to the fans because they do listen, and giving them no chance, and him being told he was hot garbage, needs to be traded, go sign Colin Kaepernick, go get Carson Wentz. He heard all that, and he went out there, and for three and a half quarters, he played pretty well. I am blown away that under those circumstances, that he was able to do that. I'm not saying he's the guy. I'm not saying he's, you know, absolved of two-plus years of playing like crap. I'm just saying I didn't see that coming at all. Now, can he follow it up? We'll see. Can he do it again? We'll see. But on one day, for a little over three quarters, he played out of his mind, and no one saw that coming. Not me, not you. Maybe his mama. <laughs> Maybe his mama believed in him. But nobody saw that coming. No, probably I wouldn't say nobody. Somebody did. Somebody believed well, in him. Well, yeah, there might Yeah, there might be a couple people that are, you know, there there, there there might be a couple. Yeah. I I give, I give you that. But I'm impressed that with yeah. all of that piled up against him. And the immaturity we've seen from him in the past, that he would respond that way. Maybe Aaron Rodgers being so, in the stadium did something to him. I don't know. So, so we got here because in my response you're saying, oh, uh, because I said he didn't, he didn't win the game. Man, listen, I, I, the original question was, you know, how do how do we how do we view him now? Is he is he and the answer for me is I, that's not enough. That that one game is nowhere nowhere near enough for the Jets to even relax. That I put him in the same boat as Justin Fields. You guys were first round draft picks, supposedly turned to be turned into franchise quarterbacks, and y'all are not there. And y'all have not even shown it on a consistent on a consistent basis. And yes, you need to win the game, whether someone believes you can or not. You need to win the damn game. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying, but it is a team sport. And so I, I will stop short from saying he has to win the game. Now, he fumbled, which contributed to them losing the game. That's a problem. And he admitted it. He took full ownership of it in his press conference and said, I lost the game. You can't fumble in that situation. And he owned it. So kudos for him owning it. But, you know, when he's throwing those passes, somebody over there has got to catch him. You know, Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions, okay? That was the Jets' defense. So, I mean, the win is also part of what the team has to do there as well. Now, again, he did screw up down the stretch there, and, uh, you know, that, that, that's fine. I just can't ignore the fact that for three and a half quarters, he looked like a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Guys, man, so I'm watching Fields, the game, but I'm and, sitting up here saying, "Guys, what's that?" Man, I said, "So it's Justin Fields, man," and it still feels like nothing was accomplished. <laughs> well, it's not, but it, you it know what? Still though, feels here's the thing. Empty. Yeah, I get it, but so I'll put it to you this way: having been there, <laughs> post Troy Aikman, having been there, <laughs> I, I know for me. Yeah. I look for any positive I can – I mean, I can name the quarterbacks 
that we had. All the quarterbacks we got after Trey Aikman were baseball players. <laughs> you know, Drew, Drew, Drew Henson and, and, and Quincy Carter and Chad Hutchinson or whatever the heck his name was. These were all baseball mm-hmm. players. Yes, Okay. Yeah. And so for me, I was sitting there like anything I can grab onto that gave me any hope that they could blossom into a full-time productive starter, you know, one good drive, one good pass, one good game, one good scramble. Oh, that is. Okay. All right. I see you. Okay. You know, because, you know, now these guys that, that we had, these weren't number one picks. They got these guys were first round picks. But, you know, I, I think sometimes we have to, we have to take a deep breath and be like, well, shit, you know, could this be the beginning? And you're right. Doesn't feel a great comparison. Now I agree, though. I absolutely. I don't want. I don't want what I said earlier to cloud that. I absolutely agree. Now you got how you follow it up. Now matters. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. How you come out this weekend matters. You you can't play well, put your team in a position to win, lose, and then come out and lay a head, head, egg next week. Can't do that. You got to show that you're growing and developing. And I, 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 I a thousand percent agree with that. A thousand percent. And just All right. last thing I'll say, just in the last thing I'll, I'll leave is just in comparison of the two. Not that I give one ahead above the other, it's just that he was able, Zach Wilson was able to do what he did against the Chiefs, who we know are pretty. They're not top five. Let's <laughs> put that way. And Justin Fields yeah. did what he did against December, which is in the bottom five. Well, and it's just like yeah. you, 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 you uh, brought the comparison up between them two. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, it's a little bit of a higher threshold uh, when you're going up against East versus the Broncos. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, JB, as we wrap yes. up, mm-hmm. got a big game on Sunday. Um. I, you know, I'm not as interested in the do to win. Yeah, I, we're gonna hear that all week. I'm interested in going up, you know, higher level than that. As a football fan, do the Cowboys realistically have a shot, or is this delusional? fan base, as Stephen A. calls it, as Shannon calls it, as a lot of people call, you know, we're delusional, we don't live in reality, um, you know, this is going to be a lopsided game. I literally watched, um, and I actually, I actually, for a very rare time, I actually be- uh, believe, uh, actually was siding with Skip Bayless as he was going up against Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson to talk about how physical San Francisco was and how Dallas is more of a finesse team and they're not going to be able to match physicality with San Francisco. And Skiff said, well, we just played them in January. McCaffrey ran for 30-something yards. Debo caught whatever, four passes for 40-something yards. Like, we lost by one touchdown. So I'm trying to understand where – this physicality that you're talking about, like, how did that work out? <laughs> the guys that you're mentioning that were so physical, they didn't do anything. You know, our quarterback threw two interceptions. 
that's pretty much why we lost. And they kept, they, you know, it's probably on YouTube if you guys want to catch it, but actually Skip made very valid points, okay? So I say this to ask you, back to my question to you, JB, is are we just delusional fans that are just, like, riding this cowboy wave that we go through every year and we're setting ourselves? And are you and I going to be sitting up here next Tuesday night talking about what the fuck? Are you and I going to be texting each other Sunday night talking about who, what team is that? That's not our Cowboys. Holy cow, this is embarrassing. Or do you have any sense of whether you believe, whether the Cowboys fans can believe that Dallas can go out here in San Francisco against who everyone is saying is the best team, almost everyone, even trained in the NFL? Is this realistic? Is this realistic, J.B.? Of course it's realistic. It's not like we're talking about the Cowboys that were – uh, coached by Dave Campo, three uh, straight five and eleven seasons. It's not that football team. This game is a legitimate chance for them to win. And for those that don't believe so, okay, they had their their hiccup with the with the Arizona Cardinals, but they dominated the Patriots, they dominated the Jets, they dominated the Giants. Okay, yes, I understand the the level of competition may not be up there, but this is a team that went twelve twelve and five two consecutive years, led the the league and defensive takeaways. The team is legit from top to bottom. You got offensive weapons, you got defensive weapons across the board. And, and when, when Turpin is on his game, you've got special teams as well. So there's, you can talk about finesse versus being a mauler. You can talk about how physical the, the 49ers are. I get all that. I understand all that. But there's a reason why the Cowboys are 3-1, and one, and it's not just because of the level of competition. You play who's in front of you. And for three out of the four games, they were dominant with that. For three out of the four games, people were talking about this as a Super Bowl contending team. There's something to that. There is something to that. So I expect for them to play extremely well. I would not be surprised if they walked out of there with a victory. And that's not me being a homer. That's not the, the, the pom-poms breaking out. I'm looking at this from a statistical standpoint. I'm looking at this from a matchup standpoint. I'm looking at this from a coaching standpoint as well. They have a legitimate chance to win. It has nothing to do with my fan, my fandom for the Cowboys. I do expect for them to play well, and I would not be surprised if they win. Okay. So, Train, as the as the only unbiased one, um, <laughs> I mean, we just we just listened to the guy that you have named the voice of reason. Um that he would not be surprised. He didn't pick the Cowboys to play well, and I would not be surprised if they won. What do you think as the as the, the guy that's neutral has got no horse in this particular race? Um, what do you think? Oh, I would agree, man. I would agree. Uh, of course they got a chance. I mean, what are we talking about, really? Um, <laughs> come on, man. Uh <laughs> It's always strange to hear people. People aren't talking about for really football analysis anymore. It's all bias and hate towards a team that's been deemed America's team. Just watch them play. Well, one of the reasons I'm sitting here as I'm listening to him talk. One of the reasons why uh, I definitely put you, uh, I definitely put Cowboys in my top five because when you look at the four games played. Uh, Arizona looks like an outlier. It looks like an anomaly. It, it's not a. It wasn't a trend. It was like 
yeah, they, they let their guard down. And on top of that, you actually look at Arizona, how they've been playing this season. They're a, they're a fucking gnat. You ever, you ever dealt with a gnat? <laughs> like, go away. Yeah. <laughs> that's at the that's pick, Arizona pick, right yeah. now because no one expected them to be good, be but they're a gnat. That, 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 that gnat that won't leave you alone at the family cookout? Yeah, that yeah, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. That, that's Arizona right now. And it's like, oh shit! I, I really don't want to see them because they're just, you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna make it competitive regardless. But Dallas goes out the very next game. It's like, oh, oh, okay. It was real Dallas Cowboys. Please stand up. I see you. So yes. And then you look at San Francisco. Yep, they won their games, but they had one that was tight, and it was against Arizona. I want to say they had another one. They have a tight one against the Rams. It's it's not like they just they just blew out their, their competition. Yes, either team could win this game. Really, either team could win this game. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll add this. Sunday night. Yeah, bro, I'll add this, <laughs> and I'm gonna try to not. I, I may between it's Tuesday, um, so between now and I know there's another Sunday morning game. So you know, doing a show Sunday morning probably won't work because the Jaguar. I wonder if the Jaguar stayed in London all week. That'd be pretty cool if they did. Um, they're back-to-back games in London, but um, they got I think they got the Bills Sunday, so that should be a pretty good game. Um, so I may come on between now and. Sunday, maybe maybe Saturday or Friday. I don't know. Just go on a go on a rant because um, I know by the end of the week I'm going to be fed up with these with these shows. But um, let me just say this: if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd bet on the 49ers. Okay, if, and I am a betting man. I actually do the DraftKings and the FanDuel, and um, I would bet on the 49ers straight up. They're home. Um, they've beaten Dallas twice in a row in the playoffs. Brock Purdy. You know, that should tell you something. The guy was Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's not throwing his name around for maybe MVP. McCaffrey, McCaffrey's all worlds. I mean, and he, you know, they talk about devaluing the quarterback position. Well, look at this guy, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, Debo and, you know, other wide receivers. They got um, – who they got? Is it, is, uh, is it Bosa over there? C.J. Watt is with the Steelers, right? So I think it's Bosa's over there, right? Yeah, both is over there. They got Ayuk as another wide out on the offensive side. Yeah. So they got weapons. Yeah. So, you know, they they're they're they, they got it all and they got a good coach. Um, you know, who has coached in the Super Bowl, his father's a legend, uh his father's won two Super Bowls. You know, and so this team this team you know, they, there's this isn't gonna be a team that the moment's gonna be too big for them. This isn't gonna be a team that's not gonna come prepared and ready to play. Dallas is not going to come in and sneak up on this team. This is not a trap game for the 49ers. They're going to come ready to play. And if Dallas isn't ready, if they don't come in ready to play, um, you know, they could get they could they could get beat pretty good. This could this is a game where the potential of Dallas losing by two or three scores is there. It's there. It's one of those games that could that can quickly get out of hand if Dallas isn't on their game. Um, but I think I I think 
I, I believe that Arizona was a blip. I believe Arizona is forgotten about. I believe it was a game where they literally didn't take them seriously. They literally read too much of their press after blowing out two games, got a little full of themselves, and went in there, and they got smacked around by an inferior team. That's what I believe. Yeah, Arizona's at that. Training said it well. You know, and for a little while, it looked like they were about to give San Francisco a little a little problem. There, San Francisco said, "Okay, let's let's you know let's let's end this." I think Dallas is going to play well, and I'm going to tell y'all this: if this is one of the pick sixes, I'm sure it will be. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. But I'll tell you this: my expectations for this game are quite simple: don't fuck it up. Dak, don't throw three interceptions. Guys, don't fumble. Don't make mistakes. Don't beat yourself. If you go and play hard for four quarters, and San Francisco plays hard for four quarters, and you lose that game 31-28, you lose that game 21-17, you lose that game 24-17, you know, they had the ball last, came down, kicked the game winning field goal, your, your penalties were reasonable, turnovers weren't, you know, bad, you know, Dak threw a Hail Mary at the end of the first half and it got picked off and that's your only turnover, and you lose to the better team, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay because we may see them again in the playoffs. You got some film. You can go back, regroup, and get ready for round two down the road a bit. But if you go out there and lay an egg, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be happy. This is the time to show that you belong, Dallas. That's, That's what this is time to show, that you belong. To get the hype, to get everything else, to get about it all. This is not a time to show we belong in these conversations, okay? And the only way to do that is to think about the three games that you won, and don't forget what happened in the game that you lost. And I go there, confident but not cocky, and ready to play hard. And let's see what happens. Stranger things have happened, like you so guys he, said. So wouldn't surprise me. What's up, Trey? I just want to challenge one thing that you said, and it's because it's a, it's just the way you said it. I, just like you, 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 you just said, okay, this game could get out of hand in, in favor of San Francisco. I be, also believe it in the same way on the flip side. Dude, when your defense turns around, and dominates two games straight. And then all of a sudden, they have a, we consider a letdown, right? It's like, well, let's see what the next game is. And then this game, it was like, oh, wow, okay, the, 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 the train is back on the track. Dude, that defense is good enough to give San Francisco all types of fits, even without Diggs. So, I agree. I say that to say just just as much as it could get out of hand for you, it could get out of hand for them. So. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I'm playing the odds. If it gets out of hand yep. the other way, um, you know, this is one of those games where you start thinking, if you win the toss, do you want the ball first? You know? Yeah. Dallas plays very well with the lead. And – Normally, you know, you defer and you end up getting the ball in the second half. But Dallas plays very well with the lead. 
They don't play as well when they don't have the lead, but they play very well with the lead. And they go down and score. And this is what I would love to see. Get the ball, go down and score. San Francisco gets the ball, three and out. I mean, at least one of those two possessions is a touchdown. And if the other one's a field goal, fine. You're up two scores now. Get up on them, two scores. Now let's see how they. Now let's see what they do against our defense, because that's when our defense is. That's when Dan Quinn is like freaking. <laughs> you know, you know, you you got to start looking at him as one of the best to ever do it at under that circumstance. I'm not saying he's one of the best in general, but I'm saying with what we've seen with the Cowboys and when the Cowboys have a lead, Dan Quinn is one of the best defensive coordinators I've ever seen under that, under that circumstance. He knows exactly what to do. And if Dallas can jump up on them early train, you could be very, you could be right because that defense can get, they can get after you. And with Deron Bland, Wanting to say, hey, we missed you, Trayvon. I got you, bro. I got you. You go ahead and rehab, get ready for next year. But I'm about to go out here and show what I can do. Because Deron Brand, he had five interceptions last year. And he wasn't a starter. Just so everybody knows, he wasn't a starter last year. He had five interceptions. He got more interceptions coming into since he's been in the league than anybody in the NFL. Eight. Eight. So I'm just saying. You make a valid point, Train, and I'm just saying I want to see Dallas do something like that. I don't want it to be the other way around. You know, Dallas gets the ball, three and out. San Francisco gets the ball. They score. Dallas gets the ball again and get one first down, and then they're out again, or there's a turnover. Like, that's ah, – I don't want to see that. That's – like, that's my worst nightmare is that now Dak is – you know, now he's he's under pressure. Now they're down ten nothing, fourteen nothing, seventeen nothing, seventeen three, and now Dak's gotta figure out how to dig them out of the hole. And the defense has to now figure out now San Francisco can do anything they want because they got the lead, and they got so many weapons. That's not a place Dallas needs to be. So, um, so look, hey, we just figured out what Dallas needs to do to win. How about that? Packages up, and send it to Jerry Jones. All right. Well, it's going to be a great, great weekend of football. Week, 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 week number five, and uh, this right now for me and for a lot of people is the game of the weekend. Can't wait. I think it's going to be a steak night for me. I think I'm going to get me a ribeye and cook me a nice steak on the grill Sunday night. And uh, my lady's uh, going to be on a trip, so she's going to be gone for a couple weeks. And uh, I'm going to be sitting right where I'm sitting right now, watching this game. Yes, sir, Rebop. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else that we missed that you guys want to touch on before we get on out of here? No, pick six is in the mail. And honestly, <laughs> the game we just talked about is the only one worth picking. The rest of them, I had to make up something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll say this. We know it's football season when Train and I get into it. Now we know we're back. Okay, it took us a few weeks to get there. Yes. But, <laughs> you know. So finally, finally, it finally happened, man. We, we we got our blood pressure up a little bit, but it's all love. It's all, yes. love. So it's all, it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Um, JB, final thoughts. 
Well, final thought is real simple. It was good to see Cowboys have a bounce back game and, and to not have this be a trap game where they could have been looking past the Patriots directly at the Niners, and they didn't do that. And that's, that was the defining moment for me. Uh, I was really proud to to hear the game. Like I told you earlier, too, I didn't get a chance to really watch out there and listen to it. But then I saw the highlights, and, and that was a dominating defensive performance, and the offense also did their, their – uh, imposed their will on, on the Patriots to need to take that momentum and apply it to the Niners when they go out to Santa Clara and, and play them at Levi Stadium. It can't be about self-inflicted wounds. It has to be about being in attack mode, not just being having a game plan to do this, do that. They need to attack the defense because that's what the Niners are going to do. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to try and run it down the throat. The Cowboys got to come out, and they got to attack. So really looking forward to seeing the outcome of that one and then obviously talking about it next week. All right. Dr. Train, final thoughts. Man, I can have a good night now. I'm, I can only imagine that little bit brother Jay had popcorn popping it in as we were going back and forth. I can see it. I can see it. He's like, this is a good <laughs> <laughs> right. Get my, get all that stuff. And a little nip, yes, too. Yes. <laughs> but, hey, it's, it's it's week four. I will tell you. Let, let me just put my fandom fandom on. I I really want Justin Fields to be it, and I want him to be it because he's a he's a brother. You know, what I'm saying he's a black quarterback. He's he's he's. I know he has talent, but it's gotta you gotta have it up top too. And if you don't have it up top, if you can't perform under pressure, it's just not gonna work out. And we will have no choice but to move on. And I want them to work out because Chicago will have some nice draft capital to put elsewhere. And what better, better, better position to be in to have your quarterback and not have to go draft one? But I want everything. We'll see. It's still a long season uh, left to go. And I would just say, in just in general, about these young quarterbacks that I'm seeing come in. Hey man, y'all not gonna make it in this league if y'all don't learn how to read defense at some point and get through your progressions. Cause they all just playing based off just pure skill right now, and they get they they're gonna have to evolve. I kind of stole that from Tom Brady, but it's actually what he said. Um, <laughs> outside of that, man. Uh, T, I don't know if I'm a cook for your game, but I'm definitely going to sit down and watch. I have not been able to sit down and truly watch a Sunday night football game because something has always been happening. But this one, this one for sure, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I don't have a dog in this fight. I got a, I got some close family members that are Niners fans, and I got you guys that are like my brothers as, <laughs> as Cowboy fans. So uh, good luck to the both of us. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm just looking for a good game either way. You know, as you were saying, as you were yeah, talking, train. You know, I actually so, you know, I've always been a huge Walter Payton fan. I actually have mm. a um, jersey that when I was given a um, is it Mitchell and Ness? Is that the famous brand that does the throwback jerseys? Whatever that company is, I got one of those that somebody gave a Walter Payton. Great, great, great jersey. 
I always loved Walter Payton, right? I always loved the Super Bowl shuffle, right? I, I played it on the show. I can't play it now because y'all got to do something to deserve that. Sorry, Trey. But, you know, I like the Bears 85. <laughs> you know, I like – I met Mike Ditka a couple of times because he used to work for ESPN. So, you know, I've I, I run into him at, uh, you know, uh, local establishments. He's a really, really nice guy. Um, and when I look at when I look at now, I don't like Detroit. I don't like uh, Jared Goff. I didn't like Matthew Stafford. I don't like Detroit. I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't like Kirk Cousins. I don't like Minnesota. I don't. I don't have anything against Jordan Love. He just got there. But Aaron Rodgers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay. I got no opinion of him at at. New York because he played four plays and blew out his Achilles, so I got no opinion. But at Green Bay, they broke our heart at least twice that I can recall. Okay, so I didn't like them. So quietly, I root for you guys to win that division. I root for you guys to do something. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like I don't have a problem with the Bears being successful as long as it's not at Dallas's expense. I don't even have a problem with Steelers being successful as long as it's not at Dallas's expense. So quiet as it's kept, I'd love to see Justin Fields do something and your team to actually emerge, you know, as as the, the, the pride of that division. Because I don't like none of them other teams. I really don't. And I really got nothing against Chicago. Y'all never really done anything to me, um, you know, in my history where, I, where I've ever had, like, a hatred for the Bears. I can't stand the Bears. Eh, the Bears. Nah. I love Jim McMahon. I, you know, I just, you know, I, I like flamboyant athletes that didn't go out there and prove it. And Jim McMahon was a very underrated quarterback. People don't realize how good Jim McMahon was. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, you know, and y'all have Willie Galt, and I was a, I was a track guy back in them days. I was a hurdler. Willie Galt was a hurdler. He was a sprinter, but he was a, he was a hurdler. Y'all had him, you know, and then of course we don't even need, we don't even need to talk about the defense. My God, the guys that y'all have, Wilbur Marshall, Mike Singletary. <laughs> Dan Hampton and all that. And one, one of you guys, Mongo, went and got into wrestling. He was a professional wrestler. Sad shape he's in these days. But, um, but, but you know, so I got a lot of love for the Bears. I just, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. So I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you guys, and I'm rooting for Justin Fields. We loved him in college. We sat here and, like, come on, you know, and then you got him. And, I, like I said, I'm going to get that clip. Quarterback! Y'all want to talk about quarterback? Let's talk about quarterback. I'm gonna get that. Uh-oh. So, but I say all that to say, as I put that on the side, as I put that to the side, as I put our interesting conversation of Zach Wilson to the side, this weekend, I care about one game, just one game, because as I said last week, if the Cowboys beat the Patriots, and let's be clear. They didn't beat the Patriots. They bludgeoned them. They annihilated them. They wiped the floor with Bill Belichick's team. That's right. The GOAT coach got his butt kicked. And let me say this, and this is a debate for another day or a discussion for another day. How good is Bill Belichick? Because he ain't done crap since Tom Brown left. And we've given it a few years. Not like we're knee-jerk reaction and saying, okay, he's had a few years now. Brady went and won a Super Bowl. Belichick ain't done a damn thing. 
We'll have that conversation another time. But anyway, bludgeoned that team, destroyed them. Okay. So I said if they beat the Patriots and beat the 49ers, they will be considered the best team in the NFL. Tell me, I, tell me that's not, it's not set up right now. Even if the Eagles win, even if the Eagles are four or five and oh, Dallas will be considered the best team in the NFL if they win in San Francisco Sunday night. Sunday night football. Yeah, I know Trent and I had this thing about expectations. Here we go with the expectations. So here we got a team coming into somebody else's stadium on Sunday night football, and most of the world is anticipating a San Francisco win. Now, there will be disagreements as to how bad they're going to beat Dallas. Some people are saying, hey, it's going to be a close game, and some people are saying, oh, Dallas, gonna, you know, they're going to go back and be how they were in, in uh, uh, Arizona and all that. But you go ahead and, and do a poll. I bet you're going to get eight to nine out of ten that are going to pick San Francisco. So expectations are Dallas going to lay an egg. This is what Dallas does, right? This is they have a chance to prove something, show us something. They're going to they're going to fall flat on their face. Dak Prescott's going to revert back to the Dak from last year. He's going to throw interceptions. You know the defense is going to revert back to what it did against Arizona, and they're not going to play well. Well, I'm here to tell you this. Do I think we're going to win? I don't know. I'm being honest. I don't know. That's just as honest as I can be. But I do know this. We're going to play well. We're going to go out there and play well. From what I'm hearing, Tyron Smith, our left tackle, who missed two games, is, is so far so good, unless there's a setback, looking like he's going to play. We already got our center back. We already got our guard back. So we should have a healthy offensive line, which is going to be important. Y'all saw Micah lipping around, and I, ah, you can let that. Micah, ain't nothing going to keep Micah out of this game except uh, nothing. <laughs> he going to be there. And y'all watch that Dak Prescott interview where they said, how did you feel after San Francisco beat you? Is any of that, you know, is any of that still lingering? And he sat there, and he stared at the reporter, and he said, you trying to piss me off? Because I really want to thank you for that. Really, seriously, thank you for pissing me off. This team's going to go out and play well. And I'm going to sit here and support them, and I'm going to hope for a win. That's what I'm getting ready for. Ribeye steak, there's something to sip on, and a Cowboy upset victory in San Francisco Sunday night. And let me say this, because if K-Star was on this show right now, he'd be talking about how San Francisco's going to beat Dallas. So I'm going to come in here Tuesday night if Dallas wins. I'm going to be a fool next week. I'm just letting you all know I'm going to be a fool next week. Now, say all that to also say, I don't know that we're going to have a show next Tuesday. We might have to pick another night. I'll be in Boston on Tuesday, and I don't, I don't know that I'll be back in time. So I'll be in touch with you guys to see about either one, um, moving it to another night, or two, one of you guys um, taking the wheel, taking the, you know, hosting, and I, and me calling in because I, I, I might actually be in my car. I might be doing my doctor train imitations. And I might be in my car. Um, so if that's the case and one of you guys can host, then we could we could probably still keep the same schedule. But I, I'll be in touch. So um, on that note, I've said all I can say for the missing K-Star, for Dr. Train, and for JB, four weeks down, 13 more to go. Enjoy football. Go Cowboys. We'll talk to you next week.
Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.